Kids. Genesis 5, Moses 6, teach these things freely unto your children. What do you call a camel that has no humps? Humphrey! <laughs> what do you call a camel that cries? A humpback whale. <laughs> Why do camels blend in so well to their surroundings? They use camouflage. <laughs> Hi, guys. You'll see why we're telling camel jokes later. We have such a cool story to share with you. This week, we're learning about the prophet Enoch. Isaac, what do you know about Enoch? Uh, uh. He just shrugs. You can't see him. <laughs> Have any of you guys noticed while we've been reading the Old Testament so far that we are reading chapters from two books at once? Yeah, the book of Genesis and along with the book of Moses. Why is that? The book of Moses is actually information revealed to Joseph Smith about the book of Genesis. Remember how we learned that many plain and precious truths have been taken or are missing from the Bible? Well, the story of Enoch is one of them. So if you read just Genesis by itself, Genesis 5 is mostly just like a family history saying Adam had a son named Seth and Seth had a son named Enos and Enos had a son named Canaan. That's basically the entire chapter. But if you're paying attention, it does have one little extra sentence about Enoch that says this. And Enoch walked with God and he was not. For God took him. What does that mean? Exactly. Until Joseph Smith was able to receive revelation and provide us with Moses 6, we didn't really know. All right, we're going to tell you the story of Enoch. He is awesome. And we have a special guest. Enoch's camel Humphrey is here to tell you the story. Oh, and remember, he's calling us from the year 1450 B.C., so the connection might not be that good. We'll see how time travels over the phone. kids listening come from a long line of good men and women too. One day Enoch was journeying in the land and as he journeyed the Spirit of God descended out of heaven and came upon him. Enoch heard a voice from heaven 
saying? Enoch, my son, prophesy unto this people and say unto them, Repent, I am angry with this people, for their hearts have waxed hard, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes cannot see afar off. Wait, wait, wait! What does that mean? Have you ever played the game Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes? Let's play that now. But instead of head, shoulders, knees, and toes, say hearts, ears, eyes, and toes. Ready? Touch the body part as we sing them. Heart, ears, eyes, and toes. Eyes and toes. Eyes and toes. Heart, ear, eyes, and toes. Heart, ear, eyes, and toes. Okay, everyone, put your hand over your heart. Humphrey, what does that mean that their hearts have waxed hard? The people were not sensitive to the promptings of the Spirit. They didn't spend enough time doing spiritual things to have the Holy Ghost with them. Okay, everyone, put your hands behind your ears. And what does that mean that their ears were dull of hearing? They did not hearken to the Lord's counsel. Even though they knew the commandments, they didn't care enough to listen to them. Okay, now put your hands over your eyes. And what does that mean that their eyes cannot see afar off? They do not look beyond the present moment. They didn't have an eternal perspective. They only cared about what made them happy right then. Learning this story can help us avoid those same problems. Here is what the Lord tells Enoch. And for these many generations, ever since the day that I created them, have they gone astray and have denied me and have sought their own counsels in the dark. Did you hear that phrase? They sought their own counsels in the dark. Let's say you got lost. Would you read your map in the dark? Of course not. These people were being wicked and didn't care about the light God had given them. So basically, Heavenly Father is telling Enoch to go to all the wicked people and tell them to repent. Yes, and guess what Enoch does? He bows himself to the earth in front of the Lord. He was so humble. And then he asks, Why is it that I have found favor in thy sight, and am but a lad, and all the people hate me? For I am slow of speech. Wherefore am I thy servant? So he basically says, Why me? I'm young, and people don't like me, and I'm not a good speaker. So why are you choosing me? Yeah, can you imagine if Heavenly Father came and told you you needed to go to the most wicked people and tell them to stop being evil? How would you feel? I would be like scared and thinking like, why me? Listen to what God tells Enoch. And the Lord said unto Enoch, Go forth and do as I have commanded thee, and no man shall pierce thee. Open thy mouth and it shall be filled. So basically, God tells Enoch he will protect him and, and help him to know what to say. Exactly. 
And what does that mean for you? God can help me do difficult things. Yeah, let's listen to our friends Alex and Cole. They're in Texas. They're going to tell us how God helped them when they were having a hard time. Um, so something bad happened when I got lost in the pumpkin patch and then I prayed. And finally, um, a police officer came and he helped me back to my mom and dad. And that's how God helped me through that situation. I was at the Blue Wahoo Stadium. I went to the bathroom and I got locked in there. Then I prayed so hard that to hope that someone would come in and lock the door. But finally hope came because God helped me. Thanks guys! Remember how the priesthood is like the most amazing superpower in real life? Here's what else the Lord said to Enoch. Say unto this people, Choose ye this day to serve the Lord God who made you. Behold, my spirit is upon you, and the mountains shall flee before you, and the rivers shall turn from their course, and thou shalt abide in me, and I in you. Therefore, walk with me. Whoa! So if we're doing the Lord's work, he's basically saying nothing can stop us? Yes, he literally says mountains will move, rivers will move, whatever obstacles are in front of us, he will clear. Amazing, right? So cool. Let's play another game. This game is called one plus one equals two. I'll play you one sound, I'll say one word, and you add those two together, you should be able to guess the scripture hero I'm describing. Ready? Here's your first sound. Here's your first clue, rainbow. What scripture hero does that describe? Hint, he's in the Old Testament. Did you guess Noah? If not, that's okay. You can try again on the next one. Know how to build a boat by hand, big enough to fit all the animals in it. Do you think that was hard? Yes, but God can help us do difficult things. Okay, next scripture hero clue. Three, five, four, fun. And your next word clue is slingshot. Hint, he's also in the Old Testament. Did you guess David and Goliath? David was just a boy when he had to fight this huge giant Philistine Goliath. Goliath had armor and skill and experience and awful weapons. And all David had was a few small pebbles. Do you think beating Goliath would be hard? Yes, but again, God can help us do difficult things. Okay, here's the next one. Here's your sound clue. And here's your word. The word is arms. Hint, this hero's in the Book of Mormon. That was a tough one. Did you guess Ammon? 
Ammon had to fight off a whole group of armed robbers all by himself. Very hard, but... God can help us do difficult things. So what happens next with Enoch? So, then, God has Enoch put clay, which is like a wet mud, on his eyes. And Enoch suddenly sees all the spirits that God created. And now he becomes a prophet and a seer. And he goes about preaching repentance and the gospel. He teaches people about faith, repentance, and baptism. That sounds an awful lot like the fourth article of faith. You're right. We should play a game to memorize it. When you hear things multiple times, it can help you remember it. So, we'll play the fourth article of faith song several times in a row. Listen carefully and see if you can count how many times you hear a camel sound in the background. Wait, what sound does a camel make? I'm offended you don't know. Humphrey, can you make a camel sound for us? Does the desert have sand? Of course I can. Here goes. Excuse you. Okay, guys, listen to see how many times you can hear Humphrey while we practice the fourth article of faith. We believe that the first principles and ordinances of the gospel are first faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, second Okay, one more time. We believe that the first principles and ordinances of the gospel are first faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, second repentance, third baptism by Okay, how many times did you guys hear Humphrey? That's a great article of faith. Yes, we all need to remember that faith, repentance, baptism, and receiving the Holy Ghost prepare us to return to God. Enoch loved teaching people that. Okay, guys, there was so much good stuff to talk about this week. It was hard for me to decide what to use our time to cover, but... We had to talk about this amazing scripture. See if when you listen to it, you can figure out what it means. And behold, all things have their likeness, and all things are created and made to bear record of me, both things which are temporal and things which are spiritual, things which are in the heavens above and things which are on the earth and things which are in the earth and things which are under the earth, both above and beneath. All things bear record of me. Okay, guys, what did that mean? So, like, he created everything? He seen everything? 
Well, not only did he create everything, but everything on earth can remind us of Jesus Christ. Take Humphrey, for example. How can camels remind us of Christ? Well, like Christ, I can carry people across harsh deserts. Just like Christ can carry us through harsh times in our lives. Wow, I never thought of it like that. You can do that with anything. I want all you guys listening to try to play this game. This game is called Above and Beneath. The scripture basically said, all things bear record of Christ. So Addie and Elsie, they're going to show you how to play this game. So player one will name something, and then they say how it represents Christ to them. And then player two has to name something opposite of that and how it represents Christ. And you keep going until one of you is stumped. So, like, if Addie said birds remind her of Christ because they fly towards heaven, the opposite of that could maybe be a fish. And Elsie would say fish remind her of Christ because they live in water, and Christ is living water. Exactly. All right, Addie and Elsie, you're up. Show us how to play this game. The sun. The sun reminds me of Jesus because he's the son of God. The moon. The moon reminds me of Jesus because Jesus is a light and the moon gives us a little bit of light at night. Fish. Fish remind me of Jesus because Jesus told that we have to be fishers of men. Boards. Boards remind me of Jesus Christ because in the scriptures, Jesus has promised that he knows even when a sparrow falls from a tree. That's a really cool promise. Also, when Jesus was baptized, a dove descended from heaven. How cool is that? Mountains. Mountains remind me of Jesus because he gave the sermon on the mountain. And when Jesus wanted some quiet time, he went to the mountains to pray. Valleys. Valleys remind me of Jesus because even though we may walk through the valleys of shadow and death, he will always be there to come for us. He's a good shepherd. Waves. Waves remind me of Jesus because when there's a crazy storm, Jesus calmed the storm and said, Peace, be still, and the waves obeyed. Clouds. Clouds remind me of Jesus Christ because clouds are always close to heaven and close to the sun, kind of like how we can always be close to the Son of God. Octopus. Octopus reminds me of Jesus because an octopus has eight legs. And we are eight years old and we choose to be baptized, we're going to follow Jesus. Horses. Horses can remind me of Jesus because horses can carry you. Horses are also very loyal and gentle, just like how Jesus is very loyal and gentle and he carries us through hard times. Walks. Walks remind me of Jesus because he is our chief cornerstone. He's also the rock of our foundation. Okay, let's see. Hmm, I don't know. I'm basically stumped. Dun, dun, dun. Oh no, Adeline is stumped. Okay, now we're going to give you a few minutes to play this game with whoever you're listening with. If you're alone, just see how many things you're able to name before you're stumped. Otherwise, if you're with other people, it's time to take turns. Play until this song is over. Ready?
So our takeaways for this week are God can help us do hard things. Faith, repentance, baptism, and receiving the Holy Ghost prepare us to return to God. All things denote there is a Christ. And if you enjoy our podcast, tell a friend about us and help them study Come Follow Me. That's all we have for this week, and until next time. Stay on the covenant path. Bye-bye.